0: What do you do when you're a New York guy stuck in Massachusetts talking sports with you right here on a Tuesday morning right here at WTBR 89.7. Give us a call right now, 413-445-4234. Talking sports in the Berkshires with you right here on a beautiful Tuesday morning in the Berkshires. Let's go. Hey. Good morning everybody. How are you today? Happy New Year. Uh, As always, Robbie Zucker here on a Tuesday morning here at WTBR, Sports Talk, 9089.7 FM in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, the Berkshires. Happy New Year to everyone out there. So how you doing? It was a crazy weekend, man. goodness gracious. Uh, A lot of crazy stuff going on. If you're a Patriots fan, you're a happy guy. You know, if you're a Rangers fan, you're even more ecstatic. My Rangers are doing unbelievable. Another win against Edmonton last night, two against Tampa, back-to-back. And if you're a Giants fan and you're a Jets fan, well, I don't know what to say anymore. Well, I do know what to say, but uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, if you're a Knicks, Celtics, Nets fan, well, if you're a Nets fan, you know, you're not doing so well at home. And if you're a Celtics, Knicks fan, you're stuck in mediocrity right now with the Celtics uh, kind of uh, back in the pack a little bit with one game under 500. Of course, the Knicks now are about four games under 500. The Knicks coming off a couple of wins against some lousy teams, but uh, we'll talk about some of that stuff later. But uh, first, we're going to focus on the National Football League. So. Looking at some of the scores last night, uh, the Eagles, are, of course, have put themselves in a good position to make a playoff spot. They beat the uh, Washington football team 2016. The Raiders surprising the Colts on the road 23-20. The Titans all over the Dolphins 34-3. The Bengals win the division for the first time, I don't know, since I'm a little kid and Booby Clark was playing. 34-31 over Kansas City. That ends Kansas City's winning streak. And uh, the Saints beat the Panthers. The Saints still actually have a shot. 49ers 23, the Texans 7 the Chargers beat the Broncos 34-13. The Chargers need help to get in the playoffs. Uh, the Bucs, of course, uh, with Brady taking care of the Jets on. We'll talk about that, too, as well. Of course, the Pats putting up a 50 spot on Jacksonville. Seattle putting 51 up on Detroit. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen to Russell Wilson next year. We'll see. Uh, cards surprising the Cowboys on the road. The Cards uh, ending their three-game losing streak. And the, uh, the Cowboys, I don't know. You know, I can't figure out the Cowboys yet. I just can't seem to figure them out. The Packers. Uh, with the best record right now in the NFL beating the Vikings 37 to 10 we wonder if, if uh Mr uh, uh <laughs> the coach uh, up there in uh in Minnesota is going to still have his job uh and uh we wonder and the Falcons of course uh losing to the Bills yesterday the Bills have a chance to wrap it up next week against the Jets the Pats of course down in Miami we'll see what happens so basically if the Patriots win um and you know then the uh, Bills lose, then, you know, to the Jets, which I don't think is going to happen anyway, but we'll see what happens. But if that happens, uh, you know, the, the Patriots would be the uh, division championship uh, and uh, go on to the playoffs. And, uh, you know, you know how good the Patriots are at home if they have an opportunity uh, to to win at home and play at home. It's certainly an advantage uh, with the Pats over the years, how good they've been, um, you know, in Foxborough. So, anyway, yesterday, uh, you know, Zach continues his outstanding uh, season yesterday. Uh, I mean, Mac, not Zach. I meant Mac. <laughs> I said Zach. And Zach and Mac, we were talking about the Jets and the Pats. So Mac Jones, 27, two, uh, 227, three TDs, no interceptions, quarterback rating of 128, and 50 points on the hapless Jacksonville Jaguars. So, uh, so the Pats looking good going into the playoffs. You know, I, I've said this for years bill belichick knows how to prepare against any team so if you're a pats fan right out there you got to feel good right now i mean you have to feel good this has been a turnaround season with a young quarterback and you got guys that are you know that are running well i mean you look at the uh the offensive game of the of the the patriots got a great running game with those three guys i mean with stevenson and with harris and with bolden all averaging at least 4.7 to 4.9 stevenson averaging a 4.4 for the running game but uh you know, the Patriots certainly have, have a chance to do any, uh, many good things in the playoffs. So, But now we're going to talk about a team that just simply cannot, I cannot deal with, and that's the New York football Giants. I mean, yesterday, it was an absolute albatross watching Mike Glennon play quarterback. And the, the press conference after, Joe Judge, I mean, this guy... What a clown. I'm sorry. I mean, is it all his fault? No, it's none of his fault. It's not his fault at all. 4134454234. I know I see with some callers coming in, but I mean, this guy is so bad. I mean, <laughs> 11 minutes and then he tells you know the press that uh, you know they're doing good things and they don't see what's going on inside the locker room and so forth and you know I want to see some good things on the field this is five in a row for the Giants I mean they're 22 and 58 under Dave Gittleman okay since since 2017 22 and 58. So yesterday, they threw for a minus 11 yards. A minus 11 yards. I've never heard anything of like this in my life. Charlie Brown threw for more yards, I mean, than Mike Lennon. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a backup quarterback. Don't you think that Dave Gettleman should have, like, gone out and actually got a real quarterback to back up Daniel Jones, who's never healthy? Anyway, 413-445-4234. I guess we'll take a call right now early, and then we'll continue to talk about the NFL. So good morning here on WTBR Sports Talk. Hello. Okay. Is this
1: the Dan Bongino show? I I think I had the wrong number. Dan
0: Bongino. <laughs> I like Dan Bongino. What's He's going t- on, Robbie? What's going on, bro? How are you?
1: Good. So, promotion city in case you're wondering.
0: What's up? Hey, Mikey. <laughs> I didn't even know who it was at first. Goodness gracious, I good. You know, it's like this is a guy I lived with. I don't even recognize his voice. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, anyway, I was talking about the football giants in the Pats a little bit. I got a little bit tongue tied calling Mac Zack and Zach Mac because we are talking about the Jets after for a little bit. Um, but uh, so, how you doing, man? How you feeling?
1: Good, good. D- decided not to take a chance on the roads. And, you know, actually, it's, the conditions are improving, but I've already called out.
0: So it's I'll so weird, it the weather. Like the weather's so weird. Huh? There. I mean, it was 70 degrees there the other day down in Ocean City. Yeah. And all of a sudden, before you know it, it's got six feet of snow or six inches of snow. <laughs> My God. It, it,
1: it, it's it's crazy and then and then it's we're supposed to get more snow at the end of the week so it's it's not over so. how
0: does this make any sense yeah. we're we're way up north here and we're like having a sunny day here with no snow you know a little dusting yesterday that's about it so i can't figure it out but so did you get a chance to watch the great joe judge press conference i think you told me you did so
1: yes yes i did and and like you i just shook my head and went well you know it was a lost season a while ago but
0: uh It's not Joe Judge's fault that they have no quarterback. It's not Joe Judge's fault that they don't have a a line. It's not Joe Judge's fault that the that there's an idiot for a general manager. It's not Joe Judge's fault that John Mara is clueless. But now here's the situation. You know, according to Adam Schefter and other reports, says that you know Joe Judge is going to be back next year. Now here's my question: If you bring in a new general manager, doesn't that general manager have the right to have autonomy and bring in his own coach and his own staff? I mean. How is this going to work? Are they going to bring Ziegler in from New England? Or, I mean, how is this working? Uh, you know, I can't. Is it somebody that Joe Judge is supposed to know and work with? I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to see Abrams or anybody inside. You know, the giant hierarchy, which is just you know right. oxymoronic in itself. Yeah,
1: they, they need a reset. I make a complete, complete reset.
0: What do you think about Daniel Jones going further? He's never healthy. You know what I'm saying? I mean,
1: well, that's the thing. How how bad is this this Neck injury is it? Is it something that's going to be nagging for for a long, long, long time? And you know,
0: it's he's a question mark. He is. He's, I told him he's got more questions on his uh, you know, <laughs> than Frank Gorshin had on his Riller costume during the days of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I get that reference. Yeah, I know. I should have said Jim Carrey right for you. I do. I, I said that a couple of weeks ago. I, I really have to change that one. Or more, I'd say more question marks than a Monopoly game. You know, when you're taking chance or whatever. But I mean, oh yeah, oh boy. So. Uh, you know, his his comments are just absolutely ridiculous, Saying trying to defend himself and then talking about people that are free agents that call him up and still wish they were there. Oh, I wish I was on a 4-12 team, Joe, please. I wish I was there. I'm. Come on. Who's calling him? Uh, Wayne Gallman? Aren't you glad they let the best guy last year who ran the ball go, let's get rid of Wayne Gallman. He's really good. Saquon had 100, 100 yards, though. How'd you like that play call when they were the third down and 10 inside the, uh, what, 30-yard line right of the Bears? And, and they decide, well, let's run the ball and kick a field goal. You know, when your yeah. kicker is like 45% of your points, they've scored they've scored one meaningless touchdown in garbage time in the last three weeks. A minus 11 yards. How embarrassing is this? I mean, it's amazing. And you look yesterday, right? They signed Kyle Rudolph, not one catch. They signed Evan Ingram. I'm not a big fan of but one catch. They signed Kenny Galladay to a $72 million contract, not one catch. I don't even know if they targeted the guy yesterday. I, I don't even know if he was even on the field yesterday. I mean... Twenty-nine to three to the lonely Bears who are five and you are know, five and ten. <laughs> you know, it's not like the Bears are you know yeah. you know Dallas or Green Bay. You know, you know it's, it's or even the Eagles for that matter. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. How about the Eagles? Right, nine and seven now a chance to make the playoffs. Everybody thought, oh, the Eagles they are coming to last place. I mean, they've done a great the job at Philly. Side of the
1: spectrum are the uh, the New York Rangers.
0: Oh my goodness gracious! How about it? Last night. At beating Edmonton at home. Edmonton's having a hard time. And uh, yeah, I think the NHL has figured a formula of how to beat Edmonton. Don't take any penalties and McDavid and, and Drysaddle are less effective. But Barkley Goodrow done has done an unbelievable job. He was great against Tampa back-to-back. And they beat Tampa. And now they have the best record in the NHL. I mean, Mike, if you thought that I, you know, that I thought the Rangers were going to have the best record in the National Hockey League at this point of the season, I mean, you right. would forget it. I would have never said no way. But You know, bringing in guys that have won championships like Barkley Goodrow, you know, like Ryan Reeves, I mean, those guys are leaders. Those guys, and they have a checking line now. They have a legitimate checking line that goes out there, kills penalties, knocks around the players' best forwards. I mean, Barkley Goodrow is all over. Uh, You know, um, Connor McDavid last night did an unbelievable job. And have had a really good game last night. And now with the two young goalies, and have playing with some confidence, and obviously Igor is just tremendous. And uh, he was tremendous the, the other night against Tampa. And uh, it's it's exciting, and and they won these games without Panarin, too. So Panarin's now on the COVID list too. So this COVID thing, Mike, I'm telling you, throughout sports. And by the way, speaking of speaking of like the situation with with vaccinations, I mean, did you hear about this craziness with with uh, Kyrie Irving? He's going to play only road games. I mean, this is the most selfish thing. If you're the if you're a member of the New York, uh, the, I keep calling the New York Nets. Cause I'm going back to long Islanders. If you're a member of the Brooklyn Nets, do you want to play with an unvaccinated guy in your locker room, even if it's just on the road? How selfish is this guy? I mean, what, this guy's a complete idiot. I, I, I've never seen such just total ignorance in, in my whole life. It's unbelievable. It, it, and they're going to let him play. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, honestly, if, you're, if you were playing on, on the Nets, would you want to play inside the locker room with this guy? Not at all. Not knowing that he's not vaccinated? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Oh, you can play on the road. I mean, it's not a it shouldn't be about that. It should be about getting vaccinated and doing the right thing and being a team person. I just I don't I don't understand it. To me in sports it should be mandatory. Now according to statistics now, I don't really know if it's completely true, but only four players in the NHL are not vaccinated. So And basically it's been like guys on and off the COVID list. Like they just got Ryan Lindgren last last, back last night and they just got Rooney back last night. So they're starting to get the full compliment. Now, obviously Panarin will be out for a couple of days. So they go on this long road trip. But anyway, so, uh, so what's your solution to uh, the giant problem to who do you bring in? Who would you like to see come in as general manager? And would you like to see judge stay or Joe judge go? I mean, so what's your, what's your take on this? I don't, I,
1: I don't know. I know that my gut tells me, you know, they've given him enough ch- judge, enough chance. Um, again, like you say, it's not all his fault, but how about a total reset from top to bottom and just see what happens? And then the draft is going to be interesting, too. Where oh, yeah. Go and get, what do they need?
0: Well, they you, you, you well, know? You, you obviously, they, they need a, a bunch of different things. But, I mean, a, an edge rusher would really help. I mean, the kid from Michigan, I wonder if he's going to be there or not. But, um, I mean, they need an edge rusher. They need definitely need a, a offense. They need offensive lineman. I mean, how bad is Nate Solder? Can you imagine this is the second-highest guy that's paid on the Giants? Just to show you how what a, what a fool Dave Gettleman is, this guy had to take a pay cut for $40 million now he's making, and he's the second-highest paid guy on the Giants, and he's an abomination. I do not want to see Nate Solder there. But, no, my take on it basically is that you know, it's not Joe Judge's fault that this team is horrible. Is he a, is he a good coach to me? No. His clock management skills are terrible. Um, he, he's he's ultra conservative. I mean, when you got a fourth and three and you're, you know, four and 11 for crying out loud, you know, go for it. I mean, throw the ball down the field. I mean, Glennon was so bad yesterday. He's, I mean, he should not be playing in the national football. And neither should Jake Fromm. So they have no quarterback at all. And this is the fault of Gentlemen. I mean, they had Cole McCoy last year. Why couldn't you bring Cole McCoy back? Why couldn't you find it's you know a, a, a simple routine to keep enough cap space so that you can sign Cole McCoy again? Cole went to the uh, Arizona Cardinals and about I don't know about a month and a half ago, you know he threw for 325 yards when Kyler Murray was hurt. So I, I don't understand. It's just ridiculous to me. But no, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring in a new GM, I, like I said, you gotta bring in a, a new coach, or you're gonna have to yeah. you know hire a guy that knows Joe Judge. I mean, John Mara didn't. This, I mean, this routine did not work for the Jets. Now the Jets finally have in place Joe Douglas as their GM and Robert Seller as their coach. Granted, I mean, Sunday's game. I don't know what. What was your thought about the uh, the end of the Tampa game? I was going to ask you.
1: Huh. you know, I, I I was looking at what looked like a Jets victory. I right. Was like, wow, this is this is this is quite a, a feat. But uh, yeah, I mean, it it it, <laughs> it was the Jets' game to lose at that
0: point. I mean. To me, if you're not going to kick the field goal, and you'd go for it. I guess you know it's two yards. But to me, it's like if you're Zach, if you're Zach Wilson, you got to hand off there, or you got to run the ball. I would, honestly, I would have kicked the field goal because worst case scenario, you know, it's a tie game. You go into overtime. Now Brady throws this ball 33 yards, and there's a single cover to corner. I didn't even see a safety. And I looked yeah. at the replay, and there's four guys that are rushing the quarterback. And I don't know where the rest of the team is. I'm like going, where's the safeties? Where's the linebackers? There's nobody there. Why aren't they dropping guys deep? Why aren't they playing cover two to the outside? I have no idea what they, what they were doing. But whatever it is, you know how Brady is. I mean, he drives the ball 92 yards down the field and without any timeouts. Yeah. I mean – you that's know, it. that's the legend of Tom Brady. I mean, that's it's, it's all you can say, man.
1: But you know, yeah, the, the highlight of that whole game was Antonio Brown' hand. hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a clown. I hope he never plays. I hope this is his, that. I hope this is the end for Antonio Brown. You know, whatever, whatever's going through his head. Okay, whatever's going through his head. I mean, that was just embarrassing to me. If you're, if you know, if, if you're a member of his family, you know, I mean, if you're a member of Tampa Bay of the Buccaneers or even the fans of the Buccaneers, that's a that's embarrassing. It really is. I mean, I hope the guy never comes back and plays. I think that's it for him. And, you know, Bruce Arians, who I don't really love either, said he's no longer a buck. Oh, well, there you go. You know, Tom, Tom Brady tried to rehabilitate this guy in order to get him to play well. Yes, exactly. And let's face it, he's got a lot of talent, but he's just a head case. So, you know, he's a bad seed on the NFL. I hope to God that he never comes back and plays again. And it's just, it was just embarrassing watching that yesterday. So, but anyway, but... Uh, and, one more, and one more thing I wanted to
1: bring up, and, Yeah, and it switches gears a little bit here yeah. to baseball, Yeah, was the whole thing with Ken Rosenthal.
0: Yeah, I was starting to read that article. Fill me in a little bit more with that, because I because I, I know you sent well, that to me.
1: Basically, he he's uh, was part of the MLB Network, which is an offshoot of the MLB. So he had been criticizing um, Manfred, the right. Commissioner, and I guess they finally came to a head where they didn't renew Rosenthal's uh, contract. Oh no, title. kidding! Now he's still, I believe, on Fox Sports, right? But you know, it it just it it just makes me dislike you know Manfred even more.
0: I know he's been the worst. I, you know, they, he makes Bowie Kuhn, you know, look like uh, little Lord Folkloroy. I mean, it's you know, like oh, yeah. it's. I mean, you know, it's. I, I'm not a big but fan of it's his either.
1: Season, I'm just not, not all excited about it. It's, you know, I don't know how long this lockout's going to go on, and and then what's the effect on spring training. If well, that's anything. the
0: thing. That's the thing. What we have, you know, now. right? Will we have a full spring training or not? I mean, it's getting ridiculous, Mike. I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know. Anyway, it's, uh, twenty minutes after ten, right here on WTBR Sports Talk, eighty nine point seven. Robbie Zucker here, and and my buddy Mike, uh, right down here in Ocean City. So four one three four four five four two three four. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna go on with baseball. I'm just I'm sick and tired of Tony Clark. I'm sick and tired of Manfred. And when it happens, it happens because it's, there's nothing they can, nothing people can do about this. You know, the only thing the, the fans can do is boycott it. And if they watch it on TV. It doesn't matter because seventy-five percent of the revenue in baseball, you know, is made from television. So it's like it's like, you know, so you're yeah. damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You have to turn off the game and not even go to the game at this point, you know. So, right. but Anyway, but uh, but hey, man, hope you hope you get back down to work soon and stuff. I hope hope uh, hope yeah, the drive's not too bad. Day yeah. So you know, we'll
1: see what the weather does at the end of the week. But I'm glad I had the opportunity to to give your show a call. Oh my God. and uh, you're doing a great job. Um, Thanks, man. I'm trying. Works really well, I think, and. You know, keep
0: it up. I'm getting there. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it, man. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. I'll give you a call during the week, all right? All right. All right, right brother. Here. All right, God bless. All right, talk to you soon. All right, this is Mike checking in there from Ocean City. That's my, uh, my, my former roommate uh, right there on uh, at Emerson College. We were, we were broadcast majors together. We got another phone call here. We're lighting up the phones here today. Well, that's good. It's a good thing. All right, let's go to the phones here. All right, good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk. Who am I talking to? Hello?
2: This is Jimmy B. Jimmy B. NYC.
0: Jimmy B. NYC. What's going on? <laughs> first, first time, long time. First time, Robbie, long time. I'm good, man. What's going on? How's, how's New York City treating you?
2: Everything is fine, though. I will say it's, um, it's a little quiet uh, the last few days on the subway, the streets. You know, it's Midtown. Yeah, I think a lot of the, the the visitors have left from the Christmas stuff, and all of a sudden, it's kind of like the old dark days of COVID down here, unfortunately, <sighs> with Omicron. Um, there was bustle, and and Midtown was coming back, but all of a sudden, got very quiet. But uh, you know, this will this will this will go away quickly, hopefully.
0: I hope so. I mean, it's hopefully. just getting it's just getting yeah. ridiculous. I mean, I don't even recognize my anyway, own family, people walking around with masks. I don't even know my brothers. <laughs> Another virus I want to talk about is the giant. Oh, my God. Gettleman, Let me know? tell you. Yeah, go, Fred. Give me your give me your your take on this disaster.
2: Well, okay, I, I'm getting older. I don't want to, you know, look, I'm getting older. I'll admit it. I've been a fan my whole life. Yep. I mean, I saw them. I, I went with my dad. I saw them play in Yankee Stadium.
0: Yeah, so and, did I. I so did I, I remember. The yeah. L- yep.
2: I was at the game, Robbie, when uh, when Joe Namath ran that naked bootleg. Yep, remember I was that? At that game against the Giants, and wow, um, I remember um, that game. I saw them play in Shea Stadium, and 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 you know, look, where we had some dark times back then. Yep. Um I remember the, the turnaround was in nineteen eighty one. They beat the Eagles in the playoff Rob Carpenter. Yep. Um, you know, that was like joy, you know, oh, because yeah. I suffered my whole life. <laughs> uh you're giant, preaching to the man. choir, man. And, and, but <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, this is this is the worst it's ever been. Worse than that. Worse than the seventies. And um, and and I agree with what you're saying. It's all on it's all on Mara. Absolutely. It's all on John Mara. Absolutely. And and the big change has to be, in my opinion, getting Chris Mara out of that football operations role. Right. Um, they need to bring in an expert to come in, give him the magic wand, and just step away. And 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 I agree with you. You can't hire a new GM who's Who's handcuffed with a head coach he may not want you know um, and I want to like Joe judge I want to like him right. you know that first press conference he had we're going to smash you in the mouth for sixty minutes right. this and that I don't see that I don't see that um, you know the, and it's, it comes down to coaching um, that play that was disgusting at the end at the end of the first half when they let the, the, the kick off you know die down and they were trapped down there on the two yard line that's all coaching
0: yeah exactly know? Well,
2: and um you know i think i think it's it it is we are we are this is if, if this isn't rock bottom i don't know what is
0: yeah i mean i don't understand why. well you see this all the time from punt punt returners how they they catch the ball inside the 10 yard line you're not supposed to do that the rule of thumb is if it goes inside the 10 yard line, they're supposed to let it go into the end zone. I know it's just it's not only that; it's just the fact that his his clock management skills are atrocious. His so conservative and like, why can't why I'm sitting there and I'm watching they're down 14 nothing after it wasn't the defense's fault. They don't go.
2: They don't go if they punt it. They inside punted 50 right yeah. inside the Bears' 50. How about
0: when it was third ball. and 10, how about when it. it was third and 10 and they're running the football on third and 10. Instead of throwing the ball down near the thirty yard line down 14 nothing. I'm screaming at the judge, going, What are you doing? And Freddie, I said this the other day on the air. Jason Garrett's laughing his rear end off. He's sitting at home with a cold drink in his hand, said, Do I really need to be in thirty, you know, thirty five degrees below zero in Soldier Field this week? No, honey. Let's go out for a vacation. That's just ridiculous. I mean, obviously Jason yep. Garrett is the fall guy for the stupidity of you know of and, and selecting all these players. Think about this. You could add Micah Parsons. He's the guy I wanted this year. Now the second guy I wanted was Aziz Ozolari, and they got him. But I mean, Micah Parsons is going to be defensive rookie of the year. And might be, might be, you know, defensive player of the year. I mean, what was Gentlemen thinking about when he took Daniel Jones with the sixth pick and Josh Allen from Kentucky? Right, was right there. I mean. You build a defense. You build. Jim, this team has not had an offensive defensive line for 10 years simply because they decided to bring McAdoo in to solve all their problems. And here's how dumb Jerry Reese was, okay? After he looked brilliant, I know after that draft in 07, he looked great. But here's what Jerry Reese did. He brings in McAdoo. He says, Well, our offensive line, instead of actually fixing the offensive line, we're gonna turn Eli Manning into a West Coast type of pocket you know, not a pocket pass, but a West Coast guy with short passes and short frozen slants. That's not Eli Manning. You know it's not Eli Manning. And by the way, how much do you appreciate Eli now that he's gone when you know when when of Daniel course. Jones, when Daniel Jones can't stay healthy? So I ask you this: Have you watched Kenny Pickett at all from Pitts, from University of Pittsburgh? Have you watched films of Kenny Pickett? No, I I have not. Take a look at Kenny Pickett. He's he's a Jersey guy, you know, and he's he's a quarterback at Pitt, and he's going to be a high draft pick this year. But I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. I want to get your thoughts on Daniel Jones, by the way. So so go ahead. I
2: I I I have to say, look, Robbie, you know, I was I was a Cub Scout, right? Me too. I'm loyal. (laughs) And I have to tell you, I, I believe I like Daniel Jones. Um, Why? Yeah. He's been injured. He, Why? He, he, you know, he did the hamstring last year and, and um, you know, he, he's, he, but I, I think he's, I think he's gutsy. I think he's, he, he's a tremendous athlete the way he runs. Is fantastic. He's got a great arm. I I, 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 I think he's got an inaccurate arm. The jury is still still not out on him. I really do.
0: So you feel that if they have more time to throw, if he has a better line in front of him, he's going to have more time, he's (laughs) going to do better? Okay. All right.
2: Johnny Unitas Unitas would look terrible with this offensive
0: line. Come on. I, no, I agree. That's but the I, bottom no, line. I, no, I understand. There's no time to throw, it. I do. Look, I'm rooting for Daniel. He's a good kid. Do I think he has good tools to make it? The only thing, my problem with Daniel Jones is he doesn't see the see the field well. He telegraphs too much, and just sometimes he just, like, his pocket presence, his instinct at times just I, they aren't there for me. And he's, he's off target at times. He throws behind guys. We'll see. Look, would it be much better with a, with a solid line from him? Absolutely. Do I think he can do well? Yes. But here's my problem. Here's my problem with a guy like Judge and a guy like um, a Garrett and, and, and Freddie Kitchens, too, when, when uh, Daniel was playing. Why don't they just run some quick hits? Let him drop to, you know, what, like two feet, two yards. Let him drop, like, really, you know, I don't know, a couple of feet back and throw some quick slants or some quick outs or some screen passes. That's my problem. You know the Giants don't throw enough quick hits. So if you have a lousy offensive line, why don't you throw more quick hits? You know what I'm saying? As I'm sitting here going, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
2: the other thing that bothers me is they don't use the tight ends.
0: No, not that. at all. Um, How'd you like this yesterday? This is know? this is a great stat yesterday. Evan Ingram, one catch. You know they go and sign Kyle Rudolph. as a good player. No catches. Kenny they 72 million for this guy. No catches. How is that possible? A minus 11 yards in a football game. From a professional team, a supposedly a professional offensive team in the NFL. How does that happen? Honestly.
2: Well look, a judge can say whatever he wants. The reason they had a run you know, a run run game plan for that game was they knew they had a quarterback that couldn't hit the ocean from the side of a boat. I mean this guy Glennon is is he, he's oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. He what I is, I see that he's not playing on Sunday. What did Gettleman see here? His his career over. His career is oh, over. I hope Who so. would pick this guy up? And by the way, he's comfortable. The guy's made like something like eighteen, nineteen million dollars over the last six years. What a which joke! Is crazy to me that That's... somebody would pay
0: him that kind of money. They should pay me to play quarterback. I would have been better. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Just throws <laughs> behind people, and I mean, just he has no pocket presence at all. So I'm screaming, at them, watching the TV, go get out! Thank God the Rangers were on TV. Because I flipped on, I had the Ranger game on. I flipped on the game, and the first period's only fourteen nothing Bears already. I'm like, oh my god, here we go again. And don't you love the don't you love yeah. the halftime adjustments that Joe Judge makes when it's three three against Philadelphia and they can't even score. They've scored seven points. You know, they've scored one touchdown in three weeks. I just, you know, it's it's not all his fault. Let's be honest. But I mean. Just his whole ridiculous excuses yesterday, and the, and the thing that that I laughed so much at. He goes, you know, there's people out there that are, you know, that that were free agents last year. They're, you know, they're calling me up every week, you know, and telling me to come back. Oh, I want to go back to a four twelve team, please, Joe, please. I mean, who, what kind of BS is this, Jim? Yeah, I want to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> last last night, last last night, I was on the fan with Pat Boyle, who was filling in last night. Pat's been doing some shows. He's a great producer and a really really excellent uh, broadcaster on the fan in New York. And I'm talking to him last night. And I said, you know, you know. Well, let me tell you something there are producers there are producers out there that used to work with you pat they're coming back that are now that were interns here and and we're coming back i mean it's just like what are you talking about you think wayne gallman's calling me i want to come back to that team four and twelve i want to come back i mean it's I, I couldn't believe this 11 minute like like discharge of bs it was like i was like i had my bottle of kale Peptake in my hand and a glass of beer in the other i mean i was like what's going on with this nonsense this is insane
2: <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, look—you wanna, you wanna hope that the team doesn't quit on them. You know, the they thing haven't. that I look at are little things like when, when the very first play of the game, yeah. and you know they they have that turnover and the guys running down toward the end zone and 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 bunch of these guys like Will Hernandez and a bunch of these guys are just sort of half trotting, <sighs> you know, after the guy. Um, to me, that that's just they don't care, you know. And it's like here we go again.
0: Yeah, you gotta Um, love Will Hernandez. Another great selection.
2: It 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 comes down to the very look. The buck stops at the top, right? And I just feel like you know, look, I I I I I love the Maras. I love the Giants. My whole life, right? But right now, I feel like it's a tone deaf. with, with the way they're treating the fans right now is, is just tone deaf. I mean, as a season ticket holder, I've had these seats now in the last thirty years. Wow, section three forty two, row one. It's I'm in amazing. the upper deck. I know I see right? all the pictures on me. Yeah, yeah. But row one, row yep, one. Row by all, the way, right. uh, which are pretty good. Wow, pretty good. Yeah, right. Would you like your Come free soda? Me. <laughs> Here, we we love you as a fan. Here's a medium, not even a, you know a large. Here's a medium Pepsi for you. This week you and get, and get a big gulp, Jim. <laughs> Forget forget about the other three people you're sitting with. You right. get one. Oh, you get
0: one? That's it? Are you wow. kidding me?
2: Yeah. I think you should write their, to John Mayer. Fan Appreciation Day. I think you okay? write to him. They do nice things yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, once a year, we go to the field. I take my son down. He's 12 years old now. Yeah. He gets wow. to run around in the field, and we get to go in the locker room and nice. take pictures. and You know, all that stuff yeah. is nice. right yeah, absolutely. But that's the very least that they could do. I've I've got tickets. For Sunday,
0: how much right? you selling them for?
2: They uh, Okay, the, the the ticket price up. Look, uh, you know how much tickets. Oh are. yeah, absolutely. One seat on the upper deck is 120 bucks.
1: Right? Ridiculous.
2: I've got them up on online for they're selling for they're selling. For twenty five dollars, amazing. I, nobody's even taking mine for twenty five dollars. <laughs> Remember when they
0: put him up the guy under the window? The guys years ago, and he put him under his, his wiper, and he came back, and there were eight tickets because he's ripped them up and just stuck them back <laughs> under the wiper. It. Yeah, it's but a classic unfortunately, story. Unfortunately, you,
2: you can't do that anymore because everything they're, they're ticketless. You know, everything is digital, oh, I know. So I know. you can't do of that. Of course, it sucks. But, uh, but the point I'm trying to yeah. make is. We're paying for all this stuff, you know, and and it's like, how much do you take as a fan? You know, right. loyalty. you know, they say it's like a marriage, but, you know, people do get divorced. You know, right, right. I'll never, I yeah. believe, I bleed blue, but how much can we take? Exactly.
0: I got a few seconds up and just uh, who do you want to come in as general manager? You got any names?
2: I, I don't. As long as they don't pick from inside the organization. Exactly.
0: Hey, buddy. Thanks for calling, man. Tell Wendy All my right. best, and uh, feel good, man. Stay well. Love the show. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. All right. So many best. Right. Everybody. Take okay. Care. You got it too. All right, my old buddy Jimmy there checking in right here on uh, WTBR Sports Talk. We're gonna take this time out because we're over. <laughs> we took a little more time, so uh, we'll take this time out and uh, hit up some commercials, and then uh, we'll be back uh, right up to this message.
1: Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies Show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBRFM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated.
2: Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening.
0: No messing around. Just 100% pure rock. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk. Robbie Zucker here at 1037. And we're joined by WPET's own uh, Mr. Ralph Romeo. Ralph, how are you this morning?
4: I will personally pay for a new phone system at TBR. <laughs> I'm going I'm to donate my own money, my hard-earned money. And I'm going to turn this radio station around because you need a at least, you got to have five lines.
0: I know. Have well, a they're they working with a work, nice voice. What's up? We're working yeah. on it. So what's that? What's I know it? you are. <laughs> and of course, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not. You're, Matt and Sean and, and Jeff and, uh, and 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 the whole staff and uh, you know they're all they're all working on it. So and Bob too. So I'm sure they are. But they told well, me you're so. so.
4: You're certainly worth the wait. And oh, geez, thanks. This, <laughs> yeah, uh, Ky- Kyrie Irving. Can oh my we, God. Can we drop the NFL for a second? Absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, when you talk vaccine, now they're finding out, I don't want to get too in the weeds where we're talking sports, but they're finding out that you won't die if you take the vaccine. Now, it may not prevent you from getting this insidious virus, and it won't prevent you from spreading the virus, and a cloth mask is certainly not going to do anything to curtail the virus, but this is a proven fact by little Fauci and all his cohorts, if you take the vaccine, you, you probably won't end up in the hospital, and you probably won't end up in a coffin. Is that enough reason to take the vaccine?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I, I took the vaccine, and I got it, and obviously, I never went to the hospital. I had fever for a day, and the post-COVID was the worst, but yeah, of course, it prevented me from getting worse, going to the hospital, and possibly dying, absolutely, but this guy wants to play on the road. I mean, the whole rule is so ridiculous, but how selfish is this guy? I mean, I'm I mean he's a poster child for why I can't stand the NBA right now, honestly. I used to love basketball, Ralph. I used to love the game, and it's I just know. ridiculous now. It's nothing but a bunch of three-point shooting knuckleheads who have no idea what's going on half the time. It's like, I don't want to play." I love when they say, "Well, he can't play defense." What are you kidding me? Defense is about hard work, about hustle, about about being aggressive, about being smart. I mean, it's just it's become literally ridiculous. And it, it it's it, such yeah. a
4: pure, beautiful sport of when course. played correctly. If you see I mean, I don't want to go back to '69-'70. I don't want to go back to '73 right, and right, those right. wonderful Nick teams. Right, right. I can go back to the San Antonio Spurs. They played the game correctly. Absolutely. Uh, it's a gorgeous. It's a, it's a it's like ballet in sneakers. It's a beautiful right.
0: game. It is, and it's just like now. It's just become this stagnant game where guys stand in a semicircle. Unless you watch Golden State, which they run actually picks and plays for even for three pointers with Curry. But I mean, those guys cut to the basket. But what happened to a seven foot guy? Facilitating the ball, you know, and... (laughs) ha <laughs> somebody's, somebody's bugging me. Uh, I, know, I? I know,
4: that's probably our friend, our buddy. I yeah, Go
0: <laughs> ahead. It's like, who's facilitating the ball? There is nobody. It's like, used to be you got in the ball on the post, and you moved the ball around, and guys went and moved without And Larry Bird never stopped moving when he was playing. He was a baseline king, in and out of the baseline, coming off picks, coming off screens. I mean, I don't get anything. I just don't. And, like, I, I keep saying this. Like, when I was a kid, you know, my coach called a timeout, and he drew up a play. What do these guys drop now? They stand on the silent and watch these guys take forty eight three point shots per game. I mean and they it's Robbie, they, they
4: they they play Kate the athlete. They make sure all these fat cats are happy and they you know, they play babysitter for the most part. And they, you know something? They're wasting their talents because there are some fine coaches in the in the NBA, but they can't show their wares because the inmates run the asylum I mean
0: why how how a team like the Nets loses at home to the Grizzlies last night I mean the Nets are 10 and 9 at home and they have plenty of talent. I mean, they don't have the depth, really, I guess. You know, Joe Harris is you know, a good player and stuff. And, you know, but, they, I mean, but, I mean, a, t- a team with that much talent losing at home and losing the last three games at home, I mean, to, 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 you know, to teams that they should beat. But, I mean, you look at the NBA overall, there's teams that are like 5-27, and 5-28. Yep. There's always been, I mean, you don't see as much disparity in the NHL because they have a real cap. I mean, the NBA cap is BS. It really is, and they make more money probably than the NFL and, and, and uh, Major League Baseball players make it sometimes, especially with endorsements and everything else. I mean, it's it's just amazes me. And it's not. Well, no, Speaking yeah. of which,
4: Rosenthal, uh, he, he's a brazen guy. He makes some controversial comments. Yeah. You know what else is new? That's what it's supposed to be all about. For the commissioner to take that heavy hand and and probably play a part in his not renewing his contract or not being taken on again that's you know that that shows an insecurity on the guy in charge you have to actually take those insults or or criticisms and you have to take them with a grain of salt but then sometimes within those criticisms Rob yeah. are some very good points that he can take and run with it but apparently he's insecure i mean i, I don't see why the guy's uh, you know, he's in charge. He's in his ivory tower. He can do whatever he wants, but, you know, let the guy speak what he wants to speak.
0: I know. It seems like the, the, the more, the more, there's more power with a lot of the commissioners and stuff in major league sports and don't even let people really actually speak their minds a lot of times. It's just like. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. Obviously, you know, Brown yesterday, that was pretty ridiculous going off the field. I mean, I don't want anything to do with that, but I mean, players should be able to, you know, to be able to, you know, comment. Well, right, did you, did you happen to see that whole ordeal? Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. It's just the guy's so the guy. I'm, sure. I'm
4: surprised he wasn't. He wasn't even Jack. They're on a lot of steroids. He wasn't even Jack. He I was kind of <laughs> like a he – didn't, he didn't have a very impressive physique. I got a better physique. I than know man. you I'm do. years old. Right.
0: I thought he was going to do like Ned Braden did in Slapshot and just take off his entire uniform except for his jockstrap and then w- w- <laughs> walk around the field parading. You know, I mean, hey, this is football. Paul
4: Newman in that, I'm going to go watch Paul Newman in that hockey film in your honor tonight. Uh, Reggie Dunlop. Reggie uh, Dunlop. Paul Newman, if I could buy Paul Newman as a hockey player, I could buy anything. Because, Absolutely.
0: Uh, hey, wait. <laughs> Drop with Jerry Hauser as a hockey player. You know, that's <laughs> even worse to me. <laughs> almost, it's almost Jerry like, Hauser.
4: Uh, remember that? Uh, the, 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 who was that actor? I can't remember. Forget it. I can't remember. This was guy was on the Brady played Bunch. A, what? He played, played a crazy baseball player from the Dodgers, and he was a guy that played in uh, Psycho. What oh, G- oh you talking, talking about Jimmy. You
0: talking about Jimmy. You about Fear Strikes Out. Jimmy Piercele's story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, T- yeah. Yeah. Tony Perkins. Tony Perkins. Tony yeah. Perkins. Right. First he's psycho, then he's Jimmy Piercele. He got typecasted for crying out loud. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listen. You know, I we gotta, think you're I gotta, perfect gotta for foot. this routine. Here, come on with us. You know,
4: yeah. I know you got. I know you got uh, Robbie on the, on the line there. Perhaps. I Maybe a I'm a not foot, sure. I got a foot. Let me tell you. I got a foot problem right now. I have these. I don't know what it's called, but you get these swollen. It's, it's not gout. But my little pinky toe and my other toe, it's really out of control. I'm very It's very irritated. It's curta- its curtailing my running. It's everything. Wow. So when you get our buddy on the phone, maybe ask him about, you know, what his rates are, and maybe I can go see him and get my <laughs> okay. foot taken care of. What do you think? <laughs>
0: I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I'm not kidding. I'm no, no, I'll, ask him, I'll ask him, yeah. I was going to say, give him a text or something. You have, maybe have a stink okay. foot.
4: Anyway, I'm going I'm to run because anyway, I don't want to hide the airways. But, <laughs> no, you can. Hey, listen, your in, listen in tonight at 8 o'clock because I'm going to go. Off my gourd tonight because there's a lot to talk about.
0: Yeah, what you, I was going to ask you before I go. What do you think of the new mayor um, down in New York? I good some good things.
4: Well, let's put it this way. Yeah. I, and this will get me in trouble too, because I'm going to talk about this on the show. Okay. He's hired a commissioner because she's female and she's a woman of color. Okay. Uh, that can show you where he's coming from because he didn't go for the best person, whether it be male or female. He actually went for. It had to be female. Much like the president when he when, yeah, he, when he picked Kamala Harris, yeah. it had to be female, yeah. and it had to be a person of color, and not necessarily the best person what does that tell you about the
0: guy it does it bothers you know it bothers me because people should be hired on the basis of their intelligence not about their skin color or their you know sexual orientation or where they come from their ethnicity and so forth yeah i think it's getting kind of ridiculous it's like kind of an affirmative action thing which i don't think is right at times i mean i mean there's it's it's really a a touch well robbie there was the time and you know i don't want to
1: sound like a a
4: middle-aged white guy, but I am. There was <laughs> so a time. There was a time. There was a time when <laughs> this was needed to even the playing field. Right, right. But now we're we're at 2022, and I think hiring the best person for the job should be done across the board. That's just my humble opinion.
0: No, I think you're right. Absolutely, I, d- I definitely agree, man. So how's how's, All right, how's, buddy, how's the white it. Right? Too. No Tune problem. in tonight at eight o'clock and we'll go we'll go at it. All right, brother. You got it. All right. Thanks for calling. Ralph. We'll me. talk to you soon. All right. Ralph Romeo checking in here as always at WTBR. It is uh ten forty six right now here in the AM. What's this is Robbie Zucker? Again, as we do Every Tuesday morning here at WTBR, we have WTBR Sports Talk. And tune into a lot of the different programs here because uh, this is quite the station. I mean, we got so many things going on this afternoon. One of my favorite programs. That's right, folks. The Beatles. And we got got, uh, the Beatles Forever, and that's at 4 o'clock. That's right. All you have to do is turn on your radio at 4 o'clock. You hear a lot of Beatles stuff, you know, and solo stuff and live stuff. And everything. So I just got a chance, speaking of the Beatles, I just got a chance to watch Get Back for a little while. I think it's like, I think it's still on. It's like a never-ending conversation between, you know, George and Paul and Ringo and John and stuff. And it's just, it's great. I mean, if you haven't seen this yet, um, I watched a bunch of it yesterday at my buddy's house. He's like, come on over, we'll watch Get Back. So I watched this for, uh, we watched about two hours of this. And you have to put on your, you know, your closed caption to get the love the in translation into, um, you know, into, into the uh, American tongue. But um it was a lot of fun to watch. Anyway, got another caller right here. All right, let's go back to the phones right here. All right, you're on WTBR Sports Talk. Who are we talking to? Hello. Good morning. Hello? Hello. Rob? Hey, Robbie.
3: Hey, what's going on, brother? How are it's you? The, it's coach talking to the doctor on sports. Hey,
0: I, I, Listen, number yeah. one,
3: I want to get to you and tell you that the Rangers oh my after God. last night, I don't know what you've been talking about because I've been It's in been great. Out. It's Robert been great. I have really heard your broadcast today. Well, Ralph wanted, wanted your, your advice on feet,
0: so Ralph just wanted your advice on some foot stuff, but I'll get to that after. But, oh, yeah, it's been great. It was a great game last night. I mean, without pinning it. Yeah, let me tell you, yeah. they,
3: they have been absolutely phenomenal all year. Oh, it's yeah. amazing to me how, you know, listen, we know it's a long season. We know this season really doesn't start till probably April because it's about getting the momentum going for the playoff push. And, you know, this is all pretty much just seeding. You know, that's one thing I I hate about sports in general, that all sports have become just basically exhibition. you got to get in, and then when you get in, you know, then anything can happen. And we know that mainly in hockey, it's all about the hot goaltender, and it's oh, yeah, all about, you know, basically being primed and ready to make a run. Right now, what I see with the Rangers, if you look at it, they're just phenomenal. I mean, they really, really – I know you you always pick them apart. Moravi, right now, they're the best team. And, I think that, by far, they're the best team in the Eastern Conference, maybe Washington.
0: Well, Carolina. is really good, Tampa's so really good. I don't good. follow
3: them as much. Can, can they beat Calgary in a best of seven right now?
0: By, ring, by
3: today. Forget, okay. forget April or May. Right. The range, well, what do you think it would be like if they played him in seven games? Could they beat him now?
0: I think they could beat him. Well, <laughs> well, I think the two best goalies right now have been Markstrom and, and obviously, Igor, but I'm um, the thing about Calgary is they're they're they a defensive team and they, they rely a lot on defense. So and obviously Johnny Gaudreau and so forth, but they rely a lot on defense. But could they beat a team like Calgary? They could beat anybody. I mean, they have right now. To me, they have the best goaltender in the league. I mean, honestly. Yes. Uh, okay. And, now,
3: and we know that'll take. Now it we, as know far Vassie, we know We know just came out. The thing going forward right now with the Rangers, and right. then we'll touch on the Giants in yeah, a yeah. second. <laughs> It's all about all about to? staying healthy. It's all about getting confidence. Hockey, you know, the play, you are not know play of hockey, is, so it's very different. They, you're playing the same team every night. Right? You, 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 it, it's a, it becomes you know a rivalry because you're not switching from team to team, and every every shot, every shift, you know, basically means could, could mean everything. So it really does change later in the season. But what I like, what I see is they're learning how to win, and it's becoming contagious.
0: That's because they put and a bunch of winners. That's
3: that. The Rangers, I'm amazed, Robbie, in one year how, how improved they really are. Well, first of all, it, it, it's really – it, you think it's that the fact they got rid of, rid of Quinn? Is this
0: possibly part of it? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, well, first of all, they brought a, they brought a coach in who, who's got a lot of a lot of uh, pedigree, okay? He's, he's a veteran guy. He's been through the ropes. He took the Vegas team to the Stanley Cup Finals. He's been a winner. Well, here's the thing. Chris Drury, who I didn't know what I was going to expect from – He brought in guys with championship rings. Okay, Barkley Goodra has two championship rings with Tampa. All right, Ryan Reeves, even though he doesn't have a goal, okay, has two championship rings with Pittsburgh. Sammy Bly, who I think is going to be a really good player, Sammy Blay. Sammy has a championship ring with the St. Louis Blues. So when you bring in those types of championship pedigree guys, I mean, that really helps, and that's what the thing is. Also, you're giving the guys another year. Ryan Lindgren has become a very good defenseman, very steady. Adam Fox is Adam Fox. Um, You get contributions. Fox,
3: to me... He reminds me of leech in some ways. Does he? He's one of the best defense, defensive players in, in the sport right now, well, and yeah. they locked him up for a long time. It looks like we have a goalie. It looks like we have a coach. Cried has been – I went to one game this year. I went to the the Ranger yeah. game. And one thing I, I might have brought this up to you, Robbie, the one thing which was amazing to me at the end of the game, Cried uh, has stayed on the ice. And he was right at the, you know, the, the exit way where the players after they you know, He does it every game. He did it last um, night. The goaltender, they were leaving the ice. He gave everyone a high five. He did it last he, night. He does
0: it every week. He should be the captain of the team. I've been saying that. He should
3: be the captain of course Of course he should team. be. Number one, he's a true leader. He's having a phenomenal season. Um...
0: Is the oldest tenant Ranger? How,
3: this your, This really is, I think, your favorite sport. Of course, Maybe the Yankees. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Is it's hockey? No, hockey. The Rangers are your favorite sport. Yeah, they're my right? favorite. The Rangers
0: are my favorite team. Absolutely, hundred okay. so percent. It,
3: well, we, <laughs> you know, it's me. It's the Giants. Of course, the Rangers are right up there. Of course, and they're going to be fun. Right now, we're in like a lull because hockey is not for everybody and you know we're at, it's a die-hard sport it's a sport of people who just really enjoy paying attention to it and and, and 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 understanding it um but i i really see robbie the makings at this stage of the game one thing I, and you know i have a good eye for sports okay and i'm not a ranter i, I the only <laughs> I mean, it's funny and we're gonna switch over to the giants you you, yeah. you always like to pick teams and and, and it's because you're so passionate and you have an incredible amount of passion. That's one thing I, I so do. do you, you, so okay? do you, man. So do you, man. So do you. Well, it's a kind of passion. I never, if you, you know, if you know me, you know me a long time, and we've talked so often. Yeah. I'm not a guy who, ricks, who rips teams apart. I've always been like, Ugh, enough is enough, you know. But now we're going to switch the topic over to the Giants. Okay? Go for this it. This is the one year, this year, has gotten me to the point I can't take them anymore. As we've said, Robbie, this right now is the worst team I have ever seen the Giants put on the field in my whole life.
0: My friend Jimmy was just on uh, with me before. He has season tickets for 30 years, going back to the Yale Bowl. He was at the game when Naimitz scored. You know, remember the play? Oh, yeah, okay, that, okay.
3: They, he walked it in, right, you know, okay, and, and so, then the Jets
0: won in overtime. Right. By the way,
3: Robbie, you know what I want to know about that game? I wanted to throw this out as a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You know that game. That was 1974. Yeah, I, that watched, I watched it. I watched the game. The, it was the very first overtime regular That's right. season game. That's right. How about that? because that that's when that's when they had overtime came into play then <laughs> in 1974 and ironically I think the Giants Jet game uh was the first regular season overtime game where, where it didn't end in a tie or anything like that I, but it's it's along those lines but anyway that's wh- when wh- Pat Summerall was
0: doing the games with Brookshire before Matt and Pat Summerall I mean, remember I mean just and then Brookshire you took know off what? yeah
3: Brookshire got himself at the trouble. Of course he did he, he, they they were the number 1 team yeah I know uh Brookshire and and um uh, and Madden. I mean, Pat Stomwell, P- 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 yeah. But let me ask you this. Yeah. What, where do we go from here? Well, you know, what, what, How do we correct this problem going forward? Well, I mean, it's, it, it's really, because in a few weeks from now, Mauer is going to, he's going to fire, he's going to fire Getteman probably next week. Well, he should be going. He's not going to fire him, him,
0: he's just going to have a retirement he's party. He's going to retire
3: him probably on Monday. <laughs> I think it's going to happen very quickly. So by Monday, you're probably going to have, a, 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 you know, he's going to, you're going to hear that Gettleman retired, all right? Thank Now God. you're going to be in the hunt looking for a general manager, and if they choose Abrams, which I'm no, praying they don't, no. If they, Robbie, Rob, if they choose Rob, Abrams, that's like what is the point? He's he the assistant.
0: Nothing. Rob, he's the assistant to Gettleman. That's ridiculous. I it's know. the blind leading the blind. Come get on. Get that
3: outside set Please. of eyes, of course. And this is the argument that I'm trying that you know that, that I've had on that other station. If you get that if you get another set of eyes from the outside, how do you tell this guy when he's when he's hired, whoever it is, how do you tell this guy that you're going you know, you can keep you have to keep judge.
0: Exactly. What are you doing that's exactly. Well, well, that's I the major point.
3: Well, that's the major point.
0: Well, that's the major point. Unless you're going to bring a guy like Dave Ziegler in from the Patriots that knows Joe Judge. Okay, there's a fine line right there. I mean, people are talking about bringing uh, Joe Shonen. He's the assistant uh, of the Bills, or uh, any of these guys. I'm thinking of uh, Kelly Heim. He's another guy I believe in Green Bay, assistant. I mean, there's that you can bring in an assistant, but the question is, if you're keeping Joe Judge, you got to bring in a GM that says, "Oh yeah, it's fine with Joe Judge after his." You know, 10 and 22 record. I mean, it's this is ridiculous. This, you know, again, it's John Mayer controlling the team. They have to go out and they have to go and bring somebody else from the outside, just like they did in '79 when they brought in George Young. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, John Mayer has no right to even control anything that has to do with personnel decisions with his team, and that's why Steve Tisch, who also owns the team, needs to step in and say, John, you've done a lousy job for 10 years. Give somebody else a try at this point. It's ridiculous.
3: You know the problem. No, it's it's ridiculous. We have to hit the reset button.
0: But, but how many? But fact, Rob, how many times are you going to hit the button? You know what it is. It's not like I said before. It's not Joe Judge's fault. Okay. All right. Look, yesterday's Joe press conference ridiculous. Joe
3: is a casualty of war, basically. Right? <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, Rob. Like but Rob, the how, judge how many has times? ago to go only mainly because if you go. It, a whole set of Now is you're starting, starting over correctly. again, oh. but
0: now you're starting again and again. This is going to be what? This will be four coaches in how but, many okay, years? So let me ask you this. Five years? This. Six years. It's ridiculous. Judge,
3: and you get a general manager from the outside. Yeah, if you take the inside but, route, then, then it's a waste of time. But you can't. How are if you, you going to do go that? go the outside route and you keep Judge, then let's say Judge has another miserable year next year. Then what do you do?
0: Well, that's, the, they that's him well. Give him, right, the next guy that comes in can work with him. Well, that's the thing. It's not his fault. The question is, if you bring a general manager, doesn't the general manager have autonomy? Doesn't he have to say if who he wants to be a coach and who he wants as a well, staff? He, he, I mean, he, it's, he, it's he, only he, it's he, only there, the right thing to one do. Option.
3: If Mar is so hung up on Judge. You get a guy from the outside. You get the best guy. Well, then you, you have say, to bring
0: a guy in like Ziegler or somebody that knows Joe Judge that's worked with him before. It doesn't even have to be that. Well, what's his face? Who's the, guy, I'll tell you wait, why. who's the guy? Wait, who's the guy who was the judge?
3: You could get a guy in, a neutral guy. I don't want a guy who really knows Judge. I don't want that. I want a guy but, who comes in who's completely a new set of eyes. And he and and Mara says, listen. I really want to keep this guy." and you're going to work with them one year. Yeah, but you can't the, do you, you that. You can get along with him and nah, he see can't. what happens. You can't in do fact that. It doesn't work out but, after a year.
0: You can't do that. Somebody has to it, have autonomy. We get the same
3: garbage. Yeah, but they then don't... then you can him and you get your options. Anyway, to, I got it takes yeah. What you want. I got about
0: a, I got I got about 30 seconds. Go and finish what you were saying.
3: No, I'm just you yeah, have two choices. You, you 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 get someone from the outside and Judge becomes a casualty of war here. He right. basically can't. Yep. Or you get someone from the outside. Knowing that he has to keep Judge one year, but if ju- right. Judge is on a short lease, basically.
0: Anyway, I gotta he run, did. man. I gotta run, but we'll, we'll talk soon, all right?
3: You got all it, buddy. Right,
0: buddy. Good uh, show as usual. Hey, right, thanks, pal. Thanks for calling. All right, that's Rob. Checking in. Anyway, we will be back next week again, uh, as far as, man, I'll tell you, the time flies so fast right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Anyway, I want to thank everybody here at the station. Thank you for calling. Thanks to all the callers. Appreciate it. And, uh, anyway. Everybody get out there, get vaccinated, all right? And be safe and uh, take care of yourselves, all right? And hopefully we'll all be back next week, next Tuesday, right here on WTBR Sports Talk. Robbie Zucker saying so long for now. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in.